0: hello is that too loud shit hello hello let me make sure that's good hello Uh, welcome again I don't know if this microphone is completely working the right way but I think in my headphones it sounds good so back again doing this a little more often now it feels good to uh To have a place to just chill and not, you know, New York was hard to do that. Well, I have no excuse really because I was in Arizona before this and I was in Colorado before that. I was doing it a lot in Colorado, but the uh, making episodes thing, I feel like I really needed to go through just a couple more things in life before I could really feel comfortable enough to be talking about my shit Uh, And try and like give advice to people because sometimes I hear people giving advice and I'm like why are you giving advice? Um, You don't even really have your life together so but everybody has things to teach. Um, So I wanted to get on here because I was just thinking about it and you know, I like I write down a lot of stuff throughout the day. Like I said, my mind is just nonstop and I've really been getting into meditation to try and like chill it out. And first off, I have to say, and I'm probably going to, um, probably going to like make a whole other episode about this, but I really want to get like a group of people and really do like, it's going to sound so weird, but like a silent retreat but like locally or like a a meditation retreat locally or just like having like a meditation type class in like a really chill area just to teach people like how important it is oh man this is why i have to use that screen thing because you could hear the now you can't hear it wow this really does make a difference um So I wanted to do that, but that's, I'm going to get into that a little bit later um, in another episode. Hopefully I've been talking to somebody else that's done a meditation type thing down here in Fort Lauderdale, and it's not going to be like this, like hippie shit. I'm not going to do, even though there's nothing wrong with, I think hippies are really living their life the right way, but um, it's not going to be anything um, too, like, hippy-dippy or spiritual or anything. It's just like bringing – I want to bring like meditation and shit into the normal world, like into the everyday practices. I know a lot of people that do do it, but I know way more people that don't do it, and I was one of them. And ever since I started doing it, I swear this shit is just – it like just brings you back to like equilibrium. You're like – you're just back to baseline with thinking, and you're just – your mind is – even less than baseline, you're just very like peaceful afterwards. And I just did it. I woke up this morning at 4.30 in the morning. I don't know why. And then I just laid in bed and I tried to go back to sleep. And then I got up to watch the sunrise and I did like a meditation on the beach. And I never would have thought I would be doing that a year ago. And it literally just brings, it helps you, it doesn't help you get rid of the thoughts. Like I said, in the other episode, it just helps you collect them better like you're able to control the different ones that come into your mind and you're able to just think more clearly and it's just so important to have that it's a skill it really is because you have to get really fucking good at it and in order for it to work I think because it took me a long time but I also wasn't really trying that hard so maybe if I get people that actually really want to try and do it I mean, it could literally... I mean, there's so much shit going on in the world right now. Can you imagine if everybody just, like, took five minutes out of their day just to, like, meditate for a second? And it's literally... I wish there was, like, another word for it instead of meditation because I know it's just a weird... Like, people don't want to listen to people who talk about meditation. I didn't want to before because I didn't think that I could do it. Just a word to, like... Just, like, a mind break or something. A mind siesta. Like they do in, like, the... The um, What do they do in Spain or something Where they have siestas So I did that this morning And I'm just going to get to where I was going with this um, I wanted to get into Something that I just realized um, recently And this is usually why I go on to a podcast Is because it's just something going on in my life Because I have a hard time talking about Just random shit that I don't want to talk about um, I like talking about stuff that I think would relate to people that I'm currently going through. And I realized that so I was hanging out with um a, she's basically family, but I, I call her like my stepsister but she's um she's gone through a lot in her life and she is currently she's living a beautiful life and she's actually um, sober and she is um she's just doing awesome. so she's she's not really, you know, Alcohol is not the best, obviously. We all know that. I know a lot of people are not going to go sober. Um, I like to have a glass of champagne every now and then, or, you know, but she doesn't do anything. And she, I believe, when I talk to people like that, it's like talking to a completely clear minded person that their mind isn't affected by like a drug or alcohol. And it's just, it's a cool thing to get into somebody's mind. Um, when they're like that. And she was talking about her AA meetings and her AA meetings. Um again, I used I I used to have like a kind of like a, a negative view on them because I was like, "Oh, those are for those are for addicts." Like you go to an NA meeting and an AA meeting because, well, you're an addict. And I was having a long conversation with her the other day. We talked for like three hours and she was like telling me she was never really, she's not a super religious person and neither am I. Um, I used to have a hard time really like speaking to a God or God or whatever you call it that's up there. Um, I never really was into that and neither was she. We just kind of like, you know, we were just, I was more like into the science base of it stuff. and just having like a belief is always nice, you know, you could believe in whatever you want. Um, But I used to think that AA was so like religious and like you talk to Jesus and stuff and like you, and being a Jewish person, I was just like, I'm not gonna do that. And I'm not gonna like sit through that. I sat through an NA meeting once for nursing school. um, And it was just like, I felt like I was, you know, I was sitting in a room, I was like, oh, they're just a bunch of addicts. And like, they just went down the wrong path in life. But in reality, we're kind of all addicted to something. Um, It might not be a chemical that you ingest like alcohol or like drugs, um, but we are addicted to stuff. And usually when you're addicted to something, it's because your brain has a reaction to it and it releases like dopamine or serotonin and you become addicted to that feeling. So you want to keep doing whatever it is whatever your drug of choice is because then it just it's you're you become dependent on it because you're you're always wanting to have that it's like coffee coffee is a drug it is it's it's a stimulant and we um if you don't have it in the morning a lot of us don't even need coffee like we'll get a headache ever but whatever and then the headache will go away like you'll be able to get off of caffeine you're not like people that say they need it every single day you don't need it technically like you could live without it like if you were put on an island and you couldn't have caffeine like you would get rid of the headaches after a while and then you'd be completely fine it's just that's the way it is but we say that we're addicted to it and just like you know like we're addicted to a lot of stuff none of us really want to say that we're addicted to social media because it's it's kind of like It, like, makes you feel, like, lesser of a person when you say you're addicted to something. And so I was talking to her. And I have been going through, obviously, a big change. Um, Not obviously. I don't even know if I've been talking about it. I don't remember half the shit that I talk about on this thing. I just kind of go into, like, flow mode. And then I forget what I talk about. But I've been going through some big life changes, obviously. And... um, I obviously moving around to different places and um, obviously stuff with like past relationships and just becoming more like into my, I don't know. I just feel like more, more level headed lately, like more, I'm getting more into the whole spiritual thing without being again, hippy dippy type of thing where I think it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm really doing, but getting more into like the whole idea of enlightenment and all that stuff. And I do notice that a lot of other people are really getting into it as well because I have people that are reaching out to me that I didn't even know would ever be interested in it. And they are, which is really fucking cool because I think that that's just, you know, well, it is. It's definitely been proven that when you uh, when you put out some type of energy or some type of like way of living, you're going to attract what that is. Like you are who you who your friends are. If you hang around with a certain group of people you're going to start to act like them and have the same type of thoughts that they do it's just um it's evolution you know like you you want to fit in that's your ego wanting to fit into stuff so you you react in the same way that they do with things you talk about the same things and um, you're going to attract people into your life that uh, have the same views as you so We got into that. Um, I was talking and then we were talking about how she, you know, she has been sober for a while, but she still goes to these AA meetings and there's actually one right on Las Olas. It's like, and it's one where it's not like new people that are in it. It's like people that have been in um, AA for like a solid, they've been sober for like 20 plus years. And she said that it's amazing just listening to these people and their life, like their the teachings that they have, are just it's. She said that it's changed her life. That they're just there. You couldn't put a price tag on that type of teaching. You couldn't take a class like that because it's just hearing people that aren't addicted to anything except trying to better themselves. And they could be addicted to social media and stuff, but they're not addicted to that drug that they were so addicted to beforehand that it took over their life and it made them powerless. So um, I, she gave me like the book, it's called The Best of Bill. And I guess Bill is, I don't know what his name is, Bill, Bill uh, W., Aldous Huxley, Bill W. Oh, no, Bill W. I don't know. The guy that created AA, basically. And he wrote Ace It's a small little book. It's like, what is it, like 80-something pages? And it is... Um, literally, it fits in the palm of my hand. And I think everybody that gets into AA, they get this book. And like I said, I'm not an AA. Um, but the teachings behind it, I was so interested in it. That she, she gave me like a Zoom... Um, meeting and password so I can like join in because obviously it's Zoom right now because of COVID but these this little book that they go over um, was really interesting because and when I'm talking to her about addiction and stuff she was talking about her struggles that she had with it. And then now she's like, and she was like highly functioning, like people that you don't even know. She says that the people that go to AA meetings are like doctors and lawyers and like people that have stressful jobs, obviously. And and they are, you know, they're like these wealthy people, but they just have these addictions to stuff and they just, they wanna make themselves better. They know how these addictions are just taking over their lives. And I was trying to think, I was like, wow, I don't know why But I feel, like we were having this conversation, that I feel, and she even pointed it out, that my addiction was love and the need to be with somebody and the need for codependency. That was my addiction. And I say was because I'm really trying to not be like that and I'm trying to teach myself to not be, which is, and I believe that I'm definitely going through a phase of getting out of that addiction but we all have an addiction we all do like people who have been like they were serial monogamous like i was your addiction is codependency and when i'm with somebody i sink myself into like i i no matter what they're feeling i feel and, like, if my boyfriend was in a bad mood, I would take it out on myself. I would think that it was me that was doing it. Like, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? What can I do better to make him feel better? Even if he was having a bad day. And, my, you know, anything. If he was in a good mood, I was in such a good mood. And you can't, that's basically, like it is, it's placing your happiness on other people. And... A lot of us are addicted to that type of validation the validation of instagram let's just say and i always bring up social media because i mean i bring it up because it's fucking hello we're all addicted to it like we all like not all of us but we all like to post things and um when we see those likes pop up we get those little dopamine kicks and we're addicted to that and i myself love it but i really try and put out like positive shit and not just you know I do take selfies because I'm proud of myself and the way you know the work that I've done on myself like body wise but I, I try for the most part to do like positive things as well. Um, things to help people kind of build up and um, a lot of people like like the quotes and stuff that I post and I try and live by those. Uh, I really do. I really try and live by those and I think I do honestly. So I was thinking about that and I was talking to um, her about the steps that you take when you go into AA and obviously everybody knows about the 12 steps and I just think it's like really important. I was just reading about it this morning and to in order to heal from an addiction, in order to recover from an addiction, you have to face it obviously and I think a lot of us Um, from the people that I've spoken to over social media about my podcast and that they've been going through like breakups and stuff or um, they're just so like they're very heartbroken or they're going through like big changes in their life. Um, We get addicted to comfort as well. Comfort, validation, uh, codependency, love. We get really addicted to those things. And a lot of us think that it's like a cute thing to say Oh, I'm addicted to love or, oh, I'm addicted to, you know, like I, I need to, I can't wait to find my other half. I can't wait to find somebody that completes me. And I used to think that way too. I was like, yeah, there's probably like that one person out there that's really going to just make you feel so good. And they're just going to make you, they're going to make me feel whole. And when I find them, I'm going to feel so good. That actually is really fucking toxic to say if you think about it, and I see people post like those type of quotes, like just like, you know, or you're, you're my other half or like you complete me and stuff. When in reality, that's actually not, that's not healthy. Like in reality, you should be whole in yourself and you should be, you shouldn't be addicted to the, the search to find somebody that's going to complete you. When they say about soulmates and stuff, like that's actually not a good term in a sense that it's like when you find your soulmate, that's your person. Because you're basically attaching yourself to that, like they're your addiction. And if you lose them, like you're, you're done. Like half of you is gone. And, um, so, and I used to think that way and I used to, obviously, codependency was my thing. Um, so I was going over the 12 steps and if you could just, like, think of something that you really can't right now live without, like, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? What do you think about? Like, what do you... And be honest with yourself. Like, you could say, like, oh, I wake up and I think about, like, I'm grateful. And, like, I do, you know, I I like to say that I would do that too. But honestly, no. I wake up and I do look at social media. And I wish that I I didn't. And I'm working on it. And I don't want to do that. I wish that I would be more... um, Well, I'm I'm working on it because the whole codependency thing, I'm definitely, anytime that I like, even if I'm talking to a new person, I get really like into it because I just, I love, I don't want to say I'm addicted to love, but I can't, I, I just, I enjoy the companionship. And you could say that I was addicted to the companionship. I like doing, I like going out with somebody and like learning new things about them and like sitting at a bar and just talking to them. Um, it doesn't have to be a bar, whoever. But that was, um, that is my addiction, I could say. Uh, whatever your addiction is that you could think of, it could be anything really. And if it's if it's food or if it's, you know, like coffee or something that you wish that you could like not have every single day, but just you're having a really hard time giving up. And yeah, so she basically like, she kind of helped me get into the idea that I do have an addiction and to basically the first step is admitting it and now this is just going to sound weird because I'm like I'm going through the 12 steps of addiction for alcohols anonymous or alcoholics anonymous is that what it's called or whatever anonymous and then narcotics anonymous all of those um but So the first step, it says, we admitted we were powerless over blank. So it says alcohol, but I said um, codependency. So I admitted that I was powerless over codependency and that my life was becoming unmanageable because really I wasn't able to really live fully when I still had the addiction of just the codependency of needing to always like need the validation of somebody need the validation of, like, somebody constantly, like, messaging me or texting me or needing somebody to make me feel good all day long, which is, now that I, like, I look back and I'm like, that is fucking ridiculous, and I've learned being alone lately that it's just, you don't need it, and, you know, if you're addicted to coffee, like, you become powerless over it and your life becomes unmanageable because I do know this too if I don't have coffee in the morning I literally think that I am not going to be okay like what no like it's not true actually like your body is a little bit addicted to it because obviously you have been I've literally been consuming a cup of coffee every single day for like what since ninth grade of high school maybe that's why it stunted my growth and I haven't grown grown since since ninth grade don't they say that coffee stunts your growth but that is like that's ridiculous that i think that i can't go about my day and i can't be a normal human being without coffee i mean come on um anything likes on instagram like if you post a picture and you don't get that amount of likes that you want or you know, not enough people are commenting on it, we get addicted to that and we get kind of like, like I'm not getting enough dopamine in from the likes or the comments or whatever. And I think that people don't like me because of it. And then it becomes unmanageable because that's really what you think about for the next hour and you want to delete it or something like that. You know what I mean? Or we we sit there and we like we fidget on our fidget. We we, like, we fix our, our picture so much and we want to make like the lighting perfect and like take away like the wrinkles or the acne or anything like that because we want it to be perfect so people actually like they're gonna love the picture. And We spend like hours looking through like between two different pictures that look exactly the same, but they're actually like they're completely not because we could see the difference. It's just that type of thing we have to understand that that's an addiction. Like that is something that is just, it's taking time, like valuable time away from ourselves that we could be using to make ourselves better, that we could be using to be doing something productive. You know what I mean? Oh my God, this like intersection right in front of my house, like people, there was a car crash this morning and people are gonna, it's gonna happen. I'm I'm about to watch another one. People are horrible drivers in Florida. Um, so, step two was came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. So, this is where it kind of got I was like, okay, this is where it gets kind of like Jesus y, or this is where it gets kind of like too um, religious. But in reality, it doesn't have the when they say power, like a greater power, or when like they say God, it's they underline it saying like as we understand him. So, Whatever you think it is, Allah, you can name him Charles, you can name him blue, you could name him cloud, like whatever you think it is that you're just like, I feel like there's something bigger than me. I feel it. And honestly, if you're an atheist or if you just don't, you just you're completely pure science and you don't believe just the energy like energy is a real thing. There's atoms. We've learned it since grade school. There's just that we know that there is something bigger than us because like, look at the fucking ocean. Look at anything that's, but obviously there's something that's causing all of this to happen. And it just, just name him energy, whatever you think God is, whatever you think, you know, I don't even, I just say like the universe or like, you know, there's like a, a higher something. I don't really have a name for him, but it's energy. Basically, so you believe that there is a power that's greater than you, because technically there is. I mean, an elephant's more powerful than you. So anything, and you believe that you can help yourself. You could get back to sanity. Um, number three is we made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of, enter God or whatever you think. So you kind of just... This is like surrendering. So I was gonna do also a podcast about surrendering, but you need to just surrender to it. Surrender to the fact that you have become unmanageable with this shit. Like I was addicted to it. Like I was addicted to the the thought of being with a person and literally when my ex broke up with me, it was like fucking, I, I got depressed. Like literally depression. And the fact that somebody can do that and has that power over you, you should, you should dive deep into that and like ask yourself why. Because there's obviously a bigger reason than you. So I surrendered to the fact that I was addicted to codependency and being with somebody. Um. I'm not going to go through like all of them in detail, but made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. So basically I had to, you know, I had these past three months to really just sit with myself and be like, all right, Jessica. And maybe again, maybe it was the microdosing that helped me a little bit, but I really dug deep into myself and I was like, why am I like this? Why do I feel like I need somebody or I need something to make me feel better why can't i just do it myself and really i found out it could be different for everybody but a lot of the times it is because we don't love ourselves enough we don't have the ability to just sit with ourselves alone and um, we always need some type of external validation from somebody a conversation with somebody somebody hugging you or loving you or texting you or liking your picture or looking at your story or you know or with if it's with alcohol and stuff like you believe that you can't enjoy life without having a sip of alcohol because in reality it does make you feel better for a little bit and so do drugs because again it's science your brain chemicals they pour out your serotonin your dopamine and then well it's mainly dopamine that's like the addictive one and then you lose it Because they're dumped out. And um, when you dump them out, your brain has a slower time regenerating them. So, uh, admitted to God or whoever, to ourselves and to another human, um, being that the exact nature of our wrong. So, basically, like, this is me admitting it to you guys. And I've admitted it to whoever I like prayed to or talked to. Just that there's like, hey, I noticed that there's something wrong with me. And I'm kind of like, hey, I know it's happening. And I'm speaking it out into existence. And I'm telling myself that I'm going to get better at it. I don't need somebody to make me feel better. I don't need it, really. It's nice to have fun sometimes. And I'm not, this is like not saying that you should never have a glass of alcohol again. Or you should never post a picture again. Or you should never like, whatever. It doesn't, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's just being able to control how it controls you. You should be in control of it. I should be able to be alone, which I've been doing great at, I have to say, and I should be able to be alone and not need anything, not need external validation from anybody because I really have, like I've said before in my other po- or episodes, that I used to not be able to look at myself in the mirror and say that I love myself. And now I'm like, I look back and I'm like, how did you, how are you not able to do that? Like, I love myself so much that it's crazy that I hated myself so much that I couldn't look at myself in the mirror and tell myself that I loved myself. And it's not like a cocky thing to look at yourself and say, I love you at all. It's actually, I used to think that it was like kind of gay to do that. Like, not gay as in like, that's a bad word. Not like that. I love gay people. <laughs> it's not like that. I just thought it was like stupid to do that. I thought it was like, but that's kind of like, that's that's weird. Why do I need to, uh, why do I need to say that to myself? It's kind of like, it's just cocky. I thought it was like a, a very uh, self-fulfilling thing to do, but it's really not. It's actually, loving yourself is a, it's just a, it, it brings you to a whole different type of love. Because when you love yourself, you don't need somebody to, to complete you anymore you're going to find somebody that literally just makes your life that much better and when you don't need alcohol you love yourself so much that you're just able to have fun with yourself you're able to enjoy life yourself you don't have to do something that's going to to hinder your your brain chemicals to make you think that you would live a better life with it and whatever that addiction may be although coffee does make things better i have to say um. So I, I'm not going to go through all the steps, but that's basically that. Those are the ones that I wanted to go through. Um, and then the last one. Having is having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. We tried to carry this message to alcoholics or whoever, um, and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. So. That idea of it's just it i like wanted to talk about it because this is literally the t- the steps that she was going through and like what she was talking about was what i just went through this past year i was addicted to being with somebody and to having that type of like validation where i didn't love myself enough to be alone and to be without it and then i was that was taken away from me and i went into like depression i went into a legit episode of depression where I thought that I wasn't going to be okay without it I went through the withdrawal and I've spoken about this before when you're addicted to somebody when you're addicted to a relationship and I've seen it with my friends lately people going through breakups and stuff when that person takes their energy away from you you literally go into withdrawal that's just what it is that's that's what it's just it, addiction is addiction it's your your fucking brain it's taking over and it's like what you but i'm not getting the dopamine from that anymore like i i was addicted to that you you know like you release the oxytocin when you hug somebody and you love somebody so much or when you're addicted to those drugs and it just like they they flood your brain with chemicals and it makes you feel so good and when you don't give your brain that after having it for so long you go into depression and you go into withdrawal and that's exactly what happens to these people that I take care of when they come into the hospital going through withdrawal it's the same thing literally literally the same it's it's like scientifically proven that and I always like to go back to science because some people won't believe me but that's what it is a person going through a breakup is the same thing as a person going through a drug withdrawal so I went through that. I went through and I, and here's the thing, I didn't go through the full steps completely. When I was away, I left Florida and I went through the phase of like dating people and like hanging out with different people to seek that outer validation from different people because I needed it. Because I needed to feel that like, like that feeling of wanting to be wanted again. I was trying to fill that void that I had in my fucking heart literally i had that void in me that this other person for 3 years was filling and now they took that void away so i'm like i need to fill this fucking void what am i going to do i'm going to work out i'm going to take care of myself i'm going to like that's not working i'm going to buy different stuff i'm going to buy shoes and that's not working i'm going to go out on dates and different you know i but fucking hundreds of whatever dates. (laughs) It was like, I was a dating queen. I was like going out on different stuff. I was talking to different people, thinking that it was going to fill some type of void. And it doesn't. It literally doesn't. And then within the past three months, I had to literally admit to myself. I was like, yo, you think that you're going to fill this void with all of this dating and stuff. And you think that that's going to do it for you. When in reality, like Jess, you've been doing this for so long. You're the, I mean, let me. I'm going to get into spiritual, but the universe is going to keep throwing this shit at you until you fucking fix it. So get uncomfortable for a second. Be alone. Don't talk to anybody. Learn how to fucking love yourself, and then you're going to see the difference. And dude, it didn't take that long. And I can honestly say that I don't feel addicted to that anymore. I grew to really just being alone and being able to get rid of, I basically went through a rehab. I went through a relationship rehab where I did not go in New York. It was three months. And also like before that, I wasn't really dating anybody at all. And I literally went through a rehab. I was by myself for three months and that was it. I just didn't, I didn't want to like talk to anybody. I wasn't like, and I, I cried. There were nights when I cried and there was nights when I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? I feel so lonely. And that lonely started to feel better. It started to feel like I wasn't lonely anymore. I was just alone, but I was happy. That addiction, I mean, it happens. You, if you get rid of whatever addiction you have, you're not going to die from getting rid of it unless you're addicted to like, a very heavy drug or alcohol which you have to go through the proper detoxing of it. But I went through a love detox. I went through a relationship detox. I wasn't getting those dopamine fixes anymore. I didn't have friends to go out and to to fill that void a little bit where we could go out drinking at bars and stuff and, you know, flirt with people. I didn't have it anymore. So I just wanted to talk about that because I think it's, it's pretty crazy that these, these 12 steps that I used to think were so, I had such like a negative view on AA because I thought that it was like this thing where it's like people, you know, they're addicts and they can't, they can't help themselves. And I think I'm better than them because I just, I'm not addicted to alcohol. I could go out and have a couple drinks and then like, I don't need to drink for like a full month. But everybody's addiction is different. It's just it's the way our society looks at it is we're, you know, being addicted to social media or being addicted to coffee or being addicted to love. Like it's not it's not frowned upon because there's so many people that are addicted to it that it's kind of just like a normalcy in society. When in reality, like we can't live without it we would go crazy. And I know people that cannot. I, I've like I've I've had like hiatuses from social media and stuff where I, I would get rid of it for like a week and then that week, holy shit. Like it felt uncomfortable for one day, but then I started to feel so good. Because you have to think about it. Like the dopamine that you would usually have from scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and and posting stuff and liking stuff, those little dopamine like that are like being spit out into your brain, when you're not doing that for a week, where do you think that dopamine's going? It's just sitting there and your brain is just sucking it in and it feels good and you feel just like healthy and your serotonin rises and you're sleeping good and it's just like, it's, it's just addiction is a real thing and I've dealt with people obviously in work I deal with you know addiction all the time, and I've dealt with people in my family with addiction. I've dealt, growing up, constantly, dealing with people with addiction. In my past relationships, myself with addiction, with Adderall, or whatever it is, that it's just, there's, there's addiction everywhere, but we don't put the label addiction on stuff because we don't believe it's addiction when it's something that's not being ingested chemically besides coffee. Well, coffee's not really a chemical, but it's, you know. So, that's what it is. And I just, I think that um, if you are listening, you're still listening to this, thank you very much for listening in. And I think that it's just, um, it's a good start from what I could say. And obviously, I am not perfect, and I am still working on myself so much every single day. I have to constantly and consciously keep working on myself because it is very easy to go down the rabbit hole again of trying to, you know, just completely put myself into, into like dating or just being addicted to somebody or being addicted to, you know, social media or whatever it is, anything that just releases that dopamine. And I'm working on myself a lot, but I can say that I have gone through some of these steps. And if you are going through a recent heartbreak or breakup, or you feel like you're just like, you feel like you're with somebody and you know that they're probably not good for you, but you're so afraid to get rid of them because hello, like we're addicted to them, they are a drug, just know that it's, they aren't and you will be okay. And it's going to be uncomfortable. And if you get rid of something and you have that feeling in your gut that it is not good for you, it's probably not good for you. Your gut is right, it just is. And I had that feeling, not that my past relationships were not good for me, I was not good for me. I was not good for them. I did not love myself yet enough to share my life with somebody and to be share love with somebody and it really is true like you cannot let it's such a cliche again but you cannot love anybody fully until you really love yourself and I'm still working on it but I feel like at this moment the type of love that I am is different than the type of love that I was a year and a half ago completely completely just not the same person anymore and the love that you know like I I took love as such it was just a drug it was like something that I hated but I needed and I wasn't able to accept love fully from somebody because I didn't really want it but I know I needed it because I was addicted to it not in a good way now I feel like when I do end up with somebody it's going to be the type of love that it's just going to be equal and like that person that's what I'm going to attract that person is going to be in love with themselves and I'm going to be in love with myself and we're just going to it's going to be like you're just going to fulfill each other's lives making it better on a life that's already so good so and that's what it is with alcohol too and stuff like you don't once you get rid of the idea that you need something and you're just so happy being yourself It's just, it feels so fucking good to just be and to surrender whatever it is that you were addicted to and just understand that you're human and it happens. But it just puts you on another level. Like I said before, I've said it like an analogy of a game. Like you're just, you step up to the next level. You're not on level one, two, or three anymore. Like you're hitting up to the next levels of the game because that's what life is. It's a game. You're just playing it. We're all here for a very short period of time in the span of existence. And I believe that our souls will go on to another life. And the more that you build yourself up, you're just going to go on to a, just, you're going to go through the next levels in the next life. And it's just going to be, you know, that's what I believe. But Um, So that's it. I just wanted to get on here. And this is just, you know, this is another one where I didn't write anything about it. And I just had to accept the fact that like, I think that I need to write everything before I talk about it. But in reality, when I actually just wanna talk about something, I just talk about it and then it just comes out, you know? So if you ever do feel like you have like, something that you really wanna talk about or like there's a subject, like, you know, you can DM me, just let me know. I love talking about shit. It's like therapy for me, like I said. And this is like therapy. It would be therapy for you guys too. I'm telling you, it's just an amazing feeling to just talk stuff out because it's just energy that you, if you have energy built up inside of you that you're not talking about your real feelings and the real shit going on in your life, you're going to build that shit up until it's just going to get super rotten inside. You're going to uncork it at some point in life and it's just going to be rotten milk or whatever is inside of you. And... You gotta just let that shit go. You have to open it up, talk about it. I'm here if you guys want to talk about it. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful day. It is a Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, happy Hump Day. If you do ever want to um, to look into it, don't just don't put a uh, don't put a negative like context on the AA meetings. It's really You know, there's in the prayer, like the last thing I'm just going to share is the serenity prayer. I mean, I used to think that this was something that needed, like, I used to think that AA was so about alcohol or drugs. And it's not. The first step is basically, that's the only thing that ever talks about, like alcohol or the second step, whatever it is. But everything else is just about being a good human and like growing and just becoming more enlightened. And the serenity prayer is God. And when I say God lightly, whatever you want to think, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can and wisdom to know the difference. That's what it is. There are going to be things in life that you don't fucking you cannot control everything and learning. Being able to understand that is such a big step because I used to think that I needed to be in control of everything and I can control everything in my life. There are things and people and situations that you are never going to be able to change. Accept it, surrender that shit. And it is such a weight lifted off your shoulders and then have the courage to change the shit that you can. You're not addicted to anything because you can get, you're not, you don't, you're not gonna die from not having certain things in life. And if something is holding you back and you know that it's holding you back and you feel it and you just like, you need the ability to like, you just need like the push or the motivation, just fucking go, I mean, do whatever you need to, books, whatever it is, talk to me, I'll fucking help you. But just know that you have the courage to change it. You have it inside of you. You're a human being. You're able to do literally whatever you want. Literally, besides fly. But I mean, maybe at some point. But we literally can do so much. So you could change something if you don't want to do it, and the wisdom to know the difference. So know that there is a difference between the things that you can change and you can't change. You it just that's that's just being like, that's just being. Uh, an awakened human you know that there are things in life that you have to give peace to and you have to understand that you're not going to be able to change them and you have to give also peace to the stuff that you can change and understand how important it is for you to change them I would have been still stuck in a relationship that again he's an amazing human but I was not ready for it and I would have been stuck and I would have still not been able to even look in the mirror and tell myself that I love myself. And I would have been just feeling the resentment and like the, Ugh, like, why am I here? And I felt it. And it was just boiling up inside of me and I wasn't able to be present ever, ever. I was always in my head. I was always thinking about the future and the past and what I could do different and what's, what's wrong in my life and why do I feel this way? I was never able to just sit and just enjoy life. And if I, had I not just taken that opportunity and knew that I needed to like fucking get the fuck out of the situation I needed to change, I would still be in that situation. And who knows what would happen? I literally wanted to start a podcast like three years in a row and I never did because I was just so like, I was like, what the fuck am I gonna talk about? I feel like I'm not, like I'm not good in myself. So why am I gonna like tell people why am I going to give them advice when I feel so off? Things change when you change. That's all I got to say. They really do. And just just understand that you have the ability to do it and you're not addicted to anything. You could chemically, you might be addicted to it, but in reality, you're not addicted and you could get over whatever. And if something is hindering you, just fucking change it just make, make a change. And it literally it's, if it feels, it's going to feel shitty at first, but then it starts to feel so good that it becomes addicting. I, again, I used to fucking not, I, I couldn't sit down for two seconds thinking about meditating. What? No, there's no way I would ever think about sitting down meditating. It is like addicting now to do it and to get addicted to things that are good for you. Hello, it's like people who are addicted to working out or running or anything that just, it, it makes you stronger. Meditation makes you mentally stronger. And I never would have thought I would be into that. I'd be like, no way. I didn't think meditation was ever going to be a thing that I could do. I used to call, tell myself like, oh, I have ADD, I can't. Well, yeah, you're right, Jess. Like you can't because you're telling yourself that you can't. But now it's like whenever I'm feeling a little too much or I'm feeling a little too in my head, I sit my ass down, preferably outside, and I just fucking sit with it. And I sit with the, I just fucking meditate at least for five minutes. I meditated for 20 minutes or what was it, like 15 minutes this morning. And I just feel clear. And I feel like, okay, now my head is clear. This is what I need to do. This is what I need to focus on. And that's it. And it's a great fucking feeling. So if any of you guys ever need any help with that, I am here. I, um, yeah, I like to help people. And this is what I want to do. I don't want to be a nurse for the rest of my life. I want to end up doing this and I will end up doing it. I just need to, um, keep going and stop getting sidetracked by bullshit. So have a beautiful day, guys. Um, happy Wednesday and, um, I love you guys. Have a good day.